My name is Sydney, and I used to work at a restaurant. My name is Maya. I used to work as a barista. I don't know where we're going with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. And this is canonically incorrect. Our podcast about fan fiction. Anything and everything about fan fiction. Absolutely. I don't. I she keeps looking at me. And I don't know what's going on because Maya this has is not absolutely. My this is the first time that we're doing like Maya has no idea what's happening this week. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. I think it'll. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Because the next I week just, I'll just get to sit back and relax. Yeah, I just don't know what's going on right now. I know so I had I'm to like, like think about my two stories this week, so I was just okay. like, also I didn't want to fully give away, like. I know. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. opening statement was weird, but. Yeah, yeah, I know. It'll make sense. Okay. I promise. But yeah, like here we here we are for another week. This is we, we're recording two weeks in advance, so if like something happens in the world, <laughs> we are not aware of we it. We are super not aware of nope. it. Um, especially like, in the world of fan fiction, like if something happens, we are beats me, man. Beats me. There is. I wanted to bring up just the one thing for our intro because I thought mm-hmm, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Is um, International Fan Works Day is coming up. Oh, February fifteenth. Very cool. The day after Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. A cursed holiday. <laughs> so yeah, International Fan Works Day is coming up, oh. held annually on February 15th. And um, it's it's founded by OTW, which is the Organization for Transformative Works. Oh, cool. Which hosts AO3. Like, that's... Oh, nice. That's, like, where AO3 spawned from. And, mm-hmm. like, that's the people who, like, do the volunteering for, like, making awesome. sure that, like... Good for them. Fan artists are, like... They're protected by the law and such like that. Mm-hmm. Um... This year, AO3 recently passed 40,000 fandoms. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. And they want to they wanna celebrate all, like, the lesser-known fandoms this oh, year. Cool. So, like, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do. They really didn't. Um, they put out some hashtags, like, IFD fan, I, I, IFD challenge 2021. Um, I think they're just trying to put more exposure on the smaller. On the smaller. Yeah, that's nice. Instead of, like, you know, for for the big ones, like, you know, we all know My Hero Academia and, like, Supernatural and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, those are... But I think they're just trying to put a spotlight on um on the smaller, on the smaller ones, the ones that are oh. lesser known. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, you know... I, I think it'd be fun to do some AO3 news every now and then, because they do have that news section on their website that I don't think a lot of people look at. I don't even know what you're referring to. They have, like, a news section on their homepage. Oh, my God. Yeah, they, like, they, um... I think a while ago they were looking for like people to join, like vol- like like editors and stuff like uh-huh, that, like uh-huh. volunteers. Yeah, they have like a whole new section that like oh, cool. barely gets looked at, and I just think it's fun. Very nice. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to talk about? By the time this comes out, my first chapter, very my, fun, the long one is going to be published. So if you want to check that out, other than that, not much in the world of Maya going on. Yeah, it's- I had like I had like stuff planned if we were going to record next week. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, because I think well next week if we had if we had like our original plan if we recorded next week like you would have had something out already like yeah mine would have been close to done and like re- almost ready to publish yeah but by the time this is out yeah mine will be out mm-hmm. my fusion I'm very excited for you to pub- publish that because you've been working on it for a long time I've been working on it for a while I I just finished my last round of editing it mm-hmm. and going through it so i'm pretty happy with it right now so. you like put a lot of thought into it too which there is are like, like 10 pages at the beginning of that google doc yeah. that are just pre-planning so hopefully everything turns out all right i think it will i hope i hope so it's just i think it'll just be fun to write honestly like yeah and it'll be coming out bi-weekly 
So it'll be Wednesdays yeah. every other week. Yep. She's doing a Last King type <laughs> drop. Um, yeah, I can't do it every week. Yeah. It's just too much for my pen. I literally think you can only do that if you have already written it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have it written out. Like, honestly, that's a, co- that's a commitment I can't even. No. I, I thought about doing once a month, mm-hmm. you know, but I was like, that's yeah. too long of sure. a stretch. So it's once every two weeks right now. It might go to once every three weeks. Sure. If school gets to be too much. Mm-hmm. But whatever. See, mine was once every month. Mm. And then we started doing this podcast. So I started putting more time into like figuring out what I was going to do for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to finish like a section a week. Like mm-hmm. try to finish a section a week. So it, it'll come out, like, pr- probably every five to six weeks, which is... Yeah. I mean, as long as we're still on a schedule. Yeah. Like, setting a schedule is nice, because I used to never do it for mm-hmm. myself. But now it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I have a due date now. <laughs> yeah, and it's a due date that you like to do. It's not like a school fucking no, due date. No, but it's still, like, if people read it, then, like, these people are expecting it to yeah, be yeah, dropped, yeah. and I need to get it done yeah. by this time. And the last thing I need is for these people to think that I've dropped it, and I'm never coming back no. to it. Like... That's the last thing this I need is, from... Yeah, no, this is this is a fic that I very much look forward to finishing. Yeah. That's, like... And I completely understand the people who are just, like, I wait for things to be finished. Because, like, I fucking I, get it. I wish, you know, there's so many fics going on right now that are supposed to be oh, so good yes. that are ongoing that uh-huh. I just, like, I wanted... I want to wait until they're done so badly, mm-hmm. but the uh, even the authors don't even know when they're going to be done. Yeah. And so it's just, like, okay, I'll bite. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll start reading it. Last King is yeah. mainly what I'm referring to. Well, I also to. think, like, a lot of the, like, last, the person who writes The Last King is very active on Twitter. Yeah. So it's not, like, back in, like, the fanfiction.net area where, like, you knew nothing about this person. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they dropped off the face of the earth, like, pe- you, people can tweet the person who writes Last King and be like, hey, what's up? Are you okay? You yeah. know, instead of just, like, them not logging onto AO3 and, like, for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, I fully understand, like, the people who got Because I fucking, I 100% did that where it was just, like last published two years ago and you yeah. like suffering God damn it. you're just like why did i waste I all that time but yeah there's like a a, a kirishima bakugo one that i'm reading right now mm. that that person has not published in uh, like they haven't updated in so long that sucks. yeah and like there's another one i'm reading it's called angels in the outfield and it's an eddie kasprak richie mm. tozer one they have like two chapters until they're finished have not updated in forever like they literally say it's like 36 chapters out of 38 or whatever and the last point they ended up was like such an angst filled like heartbreaking spot spot haven't heard from them in like months and i'm just like please you say you only have two chapters left like please finish it they really i know no man i haven't been done I'm so sad. I know. But we've all done that. That's the thing is we've all I know. either started fix or read something completely through and then you're like, that's yeah. that's fucking it? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, even some of the stuff that's like, that's the ending. That's, that's the ending you gave me. Yeah. Like, I read a fic one time and the author was just like, I'm getting really tired of this and I threw it. Like, this wasn't supposed to be the ending, but I threw the ending together and I was just like, damn. Oh, why? Like, <sighs> that's, yeah. It's just that's rough. Tough. It It's like. I understand why some, why some people don't do it, but I very much have the mentality of, like, if I start something, I will finish it. Like, I don't really have that mentality. Sure. I'm very much like my mom, who's who's very excited to start new things, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then I get burnt out pretty quick, sure. because I think I do too much at once. Mm-hmm. 
so i'm i'm learning how to pace things out yeah. and finish projects so this this long one i definitely do plan on finishing it it's yeah. it's like a, it's my progressive piece it's it's gonna be a pinnacle. i mean that's fun yeah and i feel like now at least you you have like I have like a real life person who's like, "Hey Maya." No, I definitely. Hey I know, I know, and that's why I finally was just like, set a set <laughs> set the day when you're gonna publish the stupid yeah. first chapter. Because then after that, guess what? You don't have a say in when it gets. Nope. Like you don't get to push it back. You nope. just have to do it. Yeah. And, so, and I really appreciate yeah. like I when I published the last chapter, I told them like in the author note like I was gonna take a break for the holidays mm. and stuff like that. And all the people who commented were like, T- "Happy holidays!" Like take a nice yeah. break. And I was like, I I appreciate you people so much. Yeah. Like thank you so much. But um yeah, burnout is hard. And so burnout is like, really fucking writer's hard. Writer's block or artist block. Mm-hmm. Like it's they're very tough things to get through. Yeah. And it's very nice having more people to talk to about mm-hmm. it because it eases that transition yeah definitely i know i i i don't say i have burnout with like writing as much but i just mm. have burnout in like general activities where like i just pack i just want to i just feel the need to do too many things at a time That's where it's just like oh but i want to do this and this and this and watch mm-hmm. this and that and that and it's just like you can't do that to yourself like you have to pick two things that you really mm. want to devote your time and energy to well i'm in, dude i'm in college right now i'm getting I'm, i know i'm double majoring i'm part of an advisory committee i know i should probably join clubs at school <laughs> but at the same time i'm like well i'm doing a podcast outside of yeah. school i have to practice like there's all these extracurricular things that i have to do so you know it just takes time i suppose but i'll learn yeah i know i just like when i when i was in college like i had like a part-time job and like full-time student and stuff like that even my last year of college like i did a whole extra class to make sure i graduated on time i know um but then i was just like and then i want to do this and this and this and that and i burnt myself out so hard Mm -hmm. like so and that was on top of like everything else that was going on in my life that was just like i like you have to stop like i really like this year well last year it was really just like Sydney, you really need to limit your time. Like, because if you do so many things at once, you're going to half-ass everything instead of putting, like, your full mm-hmm. energy into the the few things you decide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of them being this podcast. So, Maya. Mm-hmm. So, I had a, a whole original idea for my first one. Okay. And I scrapped it. <laughs> I right. pushed it back. Fair. Especially since next month we're doing My Hero Month. Cool. So, I had to push it back farther. But I pushed it back because when this comes out, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Oh, God damn it. Maya, how do you feel about Valentine's I Day? I don't like Valentine's Day. Okay. I was broken up with <laughs> with my last partner on Valentine's Day. So my feelings about Valentine's Day are like, I iffy, think that's fair. you know, because it was supposed to be my first Valentine's Day with a partner. Mm-hmm. And then I got my heart shattered. Yikes. So that was pretty cool. But the discount <clears throat> chocolate the day after is pretty, it's pretty good. Pretty solid. I think I, I hated Valentine's Day when I was younger mm. like in high school i for sure hated it because like i don't get shit like I, I was just like i think i got like a pity gift one year and because like my, our spanish teacher was like you need to get at least one person like oh uh like a valentine's man. and like some kid in my class who was my friend like we were friends in the class he like got me chocolates and stuff like that because mm-hmm. he was the one that pulled my name out of the hat or whatever um but i i did ask the boy that i liked on a date because i he was in that class with me and i pulled out another name and I walked up to my teacher. Well, maybe I didn't pull out a name. I can't remember. I was a freshman in high school. Mm. And I walked up to my teacher and I was just like, I have a crush on so-and-so. Can I have his name so that I can ask him out through the vet? Va-? He said no. <laughs> Yikes. 
so like Ooh. and then I got a pity Valentine's Day and then I just wouldn't get Valentine's at all and then yeah. I dated someone for two years who I through Valentine's Day did nothing absolutely nothing you know I mean I get like the the stuff from my parents you know yeah. like just normal chocolates we love you mm-hmm. but other than that no I've never spent it with like a partner yeah ever. But I, I feel like I like now that I get older I'm just like Valentine's Day is just another day. Like it's it's fine. I don't yeah. I don't hate it, I don't love it, mm-hmm. you know. What I do love though are the fics that come out about it. Like we talked about love holiday fix. So I scoured AO three, mm-hmm. looked at the mm-hmm. top, um, Valentine's Day stuff, and okay. I found a particular series okay. that I wanna talk about. <laughs> the series is called Two Two One Be Mine and it's huh. Sherlock. We're talking Sherlock this week. (laughs) So it's a series called um, 221 Be Mine by Pretty Sailor Soldier. And they wrote uh, a series of works, five works to be exact. Um, They started in 2015. So these came out in 2015. Um, And they started on the 2nd, February 2nd. They ended February 17th. So they came, mm. they came out with fix like back to back to back Jesus. during this time. Um, so like I said, there are five chapters. Oh, I'll also be linking all of these, so mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. read all of them. I'm only gonna go over two today. Um, so you can read the other. There's three more. Um, so there are five. They're called Puppy Love, A Whole Latte, la- sorry, A Whole Latte Love, mm-hmm. The Heart of the Matter, Check Please, and Quo Fata Vocant. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't know. Um, so there are five, there's two general audience ones, two teens, and then one explicit one. Mm. So today I'm going to go over a general audience one and a teen one. Cool. Um, they're all really good, honestly. Like, you should go read them all mm-hmm. if you want to. But today I'm going to be going over The Heart of the Matter and Check, Please. So those are the two that I'm going to be going over. Honestly, the explicit one's really good. It's just really long. And I didn't think I'd be able to fit it in with another one that I wanted to go yeah. over. And I already was struggling with, like, which ones to pick to go over today. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one here, like, I'm just going to go over the the summaries of all okay, of them. Cool. My brain died. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so the first one, Puppy Love, is a kid fic. So Sherlock is an elementary school student. Okay. And he fucking hates Valentine's Day. But he gets his first valentine from john watson it's i honestly want to give it like that was the one i really wanted to go over but i had to switch it out with another one because i I just i it got booted out but like that's that (laughs) has an like honorary mention from me it's so cute it's like just so heartwarming and like fluffy in like the best way about just like a little boy getting his first valentines very cute that's Um, totally you though ah yeah (laughs) um the whole latte love, if you can't tell, it's a coffee shop AU. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sherlock is a regular at a coffee shop. And mm-hmm. then John Watson's the new Marista, who's like a latte art pro. And like there's some like pining involved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are into fucking John and Sherlock gets jealous and they're college students, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the heart of the matter is a high school AU. And I'll be going over that in depth. Um, check, please, is a... Waiters and Waitresses AU. So I hope this is starting, the intro is starting to make sense. Okay. Um, and then the Quota Fata Vocant, which is the explicit one, is a college AU who is like, Sherlock has like the biggest fucking crush on the university library employee who is John Watson. Cool. And um, fucking like captain of the rugby team. Like he's just everything. And um, 
he also runs like the he's like the president of like the lgbtq club and then they have like a party and obviously he invites sherlock to the party and then like things happen and they leave and they you know what i mean (laughs) so those are just little summaries of them but um the summary of like the whole thing is is a series of five valentine's day fix for the week leading up to the big day there'll be a bit of everything so check the chat tags for anything specific so i think there's something for everyone in there they're all really cute um, but the first one I'm going to be going over is Check, Please, which is the Waiters and Waitresses AU one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, honestly, as a former waitress, like I said, I worked at a restaurant. So fucking accurate. Like, I, it's so accurate. I never wanted to work holidays. They were, like, at the absolute worst. Yeah. Like. As they usually are. Absolutely. But, like, it is where you get your biggest tips, unfortunately. So, I, there was a line in, like, the very first few sentences that was just, like, the second their backs were turned, he let the smile drop from his face. 100%. The most accurate that's, thing I've ever read. That's any food job, though. That's any, yeah, that's for sure any, like, retail, restaurant, like, that's, like, the second, the second you turn away from those fucking bitches. Oh, you're yeah, just, like, wearing masks now. Oh my god, it's it'll be so hard for me not to wear a mask ever again because like I don't have to smile like fake smile at anybody. Yeah. No, truly, I don't. When I work with customers, mm-hmm. it's like I they know nothing. Yeah, so which is awesome. It's the best. I remember when I first started my like office job, I like wore my mask for two weeks to just like make sure that I was safe and everything. And they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we don't know what Sydney's face." And I was like, "Yeah, you fucking don't know what my facial expressions are. You never fucking will." <laughs> That's oh a bit rough, god. but like. Yeah, I was, I, I'm just, like, it'll be so hard to, like, not wear a mask anymore because I'm just, like, I've just been, like, doing whatever I want behind that thing. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be so hard mm-hmm. to acclimate. But um, there's also some side characters to the to the story. They're not as important, but they're going to be in there, but they're just, like, whatever. Are they, like, from Sherlock? Yeah, they're from Sherlock. Okay. Like, one of the girls is, like, a bartender. Mm-hmm. Another one mm-hmm. of the girls is, like, another waitress with John. That kind of stuff. So, John is the waiter, so he is waiting, cool. um, it seems to be, like, a step up from an olive garden. Like, that's what the vibe it seems, where it's, like, an Italian restaurant, but it's, like, okay. a little bit fancier. Um, and it's Valentine's Day, of course it is. Um, mm-hmm. and then Sherlock comes in, and, uh, he's waiting for his date, so he comes down, sits at a table for two, he's waiting for his date. And John immediately has, like, this bi panic sesh. But he's going and forth and be like, I don't want to lose my job with, like, flirting with a customer and stuff like that, like, he's waiting you know, for a date, like, I don't want to do that, like, I don't want to be fired, like, I need to fucking pay rent and stuff like that. The Sherlock in this fic is the closest Sherlock to canon. Mm. Like, he works for the police, um, he, like, says that his job, he, like, he's, like, a consulting detective, basically, is what he, like, talks about, like, he works with the police and stuff like that, and, um, so they're, like, waiting around and they're talking, and, of course, since it's Valentine's Day, there's, like, so many proposals happening. Just so many. I hate public proposals. I have mixed feelings on them. Oh, okay. I I don't know. I think it depends on who, what, Well, yeah, of course. Where, but I don't like restaurant proposals. I don't either. I, like, whatever. You do it in a park and, yeah. like, your family members are, like, mm-hmm. hiding in the trees or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Like, obviously, you should talk. Proposals shouldn't be a surprise is kind of where oh, okay. I stand up. Proposals should be... We've talked about this yes, over 100%. the past couple months, if not six months. Yeah. I think proposals should be a surprise, but the talk of marriage should happen beforehand. Yeah, well, that that's what I'm saying. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. Is like, 
when you ask when you pop the question you and your partner should pretty much be on the same page absolutely yes like i i don't know yeah it's it's weird to me i just don't like public proposals well especially at restaurants because like makes everyone else feel it makes everyone else feel comfortable but if you say if you say no you can't really leave no but if even if you say yes, you're just supposed to sit down and be like, oh, I just I just got to put I just I don't know like I just yeah. don't like being at the center of attention. They're just so weird and awkward. Like public proposals are just like true. Like I I've talked to my sister about this and she doesn't get it. Like I would much rather be proposed to like alone in a picnic just by ourselves or even just like even then for I've thought about this like I it doesn't even have to be like special. Okay. Like someone could propose to me literally if we were just watching a movie. Okay. Like on the couch. Yeah. Or whatever. My parents don't really have a proposal story because they were just gonna elope. Like they were fully just gonna like they were already going to Vegas and my dad's like, Let's just get married there. Nice. Like that was that was it. Like the only thing that like stopped them was that my mom was an the only girl and her dad wanted my grandfather wanted like well, they wanted them to be married at the Catholic Church, first of all. But then, second of all, like, he was just like, I, I want to kind of go through the motions. This is my only daughter. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, they didn't really have, like, a fancy proposal or anything. Like, I, I could fully just be, like, be in bed just chilling with, like, the my partner or whatever. And, yeah. like, they proposed to me and I'd be like, yeah. Like, I do not need it to be, to be a big thing. No, I, I really don't need mine to be a big yeah. thing. But if my partner wanted it to be a yeah, big absolutely. thing, then sure. Yeah, um so you know i don't like public proposals people still do it the first couple of course they say like yes it's sweet he puts the but he like they talk about like what the ring is going in and it's in this like tacky red heart-shaped ring box where it's just like okay (laughs) like but the second couple is where it gets like really fucking good um if you've ever worked at a restaurant like you have a pretty good sense of like the vibe of like each table so like you know Mm -hmm. when like something fucking weird is going on at this table or like when like oh this is these people are dating this person's like their family like you get like when you work at a restaurant for a pretty long time Mm -hmm. you get like the vibe of like the table and so john is talking about like oh yeah they're gonna they're, he's gonna propose to her and Sherlock's just like how do you know that and he explains like how he knows and sure enough the guy slides a ring box the woman slides it back to him <laughs> and then she gets up she leaves <laughs> the guy is just sitting there like dejected so wild to me yeah like rejecting a proposal i know like i get if you were to say no like it's too early yes. like you need to give me time mm-hmm. but full-on rejecting someone and then leaving yes. them that's super fucking mm-hmm. weird to me because again my stance is the marriage should have been talked about already. you guys should have been talking about yes. this for a couple months at least uh-huh. like the the fact that you could spring this on someone yeah. and then be like i expected them to say yes from the get-go like, yes that is super odd mm-hmm. to me even like the, i guess this is why i don't like public proposals because like i feel like so many people are pressured to say yes because it's in public yeah like my sister she wasn't propo- like marriage proposed to but she was prom posed to in the middle of disneyland by this guy who, like, they had fully talked to that, like, I just think you're a friend, proposed to her in the middle, promposed to her in the middle of Disneyland. They got, like, buttons and everything that was just, like, promposal and everything like that. And then she later had to pull him aside and be like, I'm not going to prom with you. Like, I just said yes because I didn't want to hurt you in the middle of Disneyland. My guy. Yeah, I know. She said no before. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not any better because the guy who she said yes to to originally go this is wild he showed up at our house while nobody was home but my sister with like a sign that said like will you go to prom with me guess how he found her through the snapchat maps 
I don't know. Uh-huh. Fuck that. He, like, followed the Snapchat maps, found, like, that, saw, like, the uh, the car that she drove every day was parked in the driveway, just came up no, to the front door, no, asked. No, mm-hmm. no, Absolutely So, like, not. both stories of her being proposed to <sighs> the prom are bad, but, like. Thank God I was never proposed to. Yeah. I would have killed We literally, myself. my mom and my sister, my mom and me came home, and we were just like, what the fuck is this? And she was like, so-and-so proposed to me, like, proposed to me. He, like, came over, and we were just like, what? It was wild. I, yeah. He you ended know. up being, like, a really, it's not surprising, but he ended up, like, telling everybody that, like, broke my heart yeah yeah maybe don't be a fucking creep i know so anyways so that happens and sherlock is just like oh yeah i do something like that and he explains his like consulting job and you know like how sherlock does his sherlock stuff and then he starts reading the people in the room he's like well those people are oh what like a 40-year wedding anniversary those people are gonna get engaged to again like yada yada and then he of course reads john and he's just like you're a medical student you're living with some other students you're fucking left-handed and he's just like what the fuck mm-hmm. are you like he's doing his sherlock thing this, the, sherlock waits 40 fucking minutes until his date comes it's 40 nice. fucking minutes i've waited i've been stood up at dates before i have left within 10 minutes like i straight up will not wait 40 minutes As, like even if it's someone i'm dating like it's not gonna happen but anyways this guy is like really awful like, mm. I'm not going to say, like, stalker abusive type, but just, like, just, like, a really shitty person where he, like, shows up, fucking high-quality suit, briefcase, doesn't look at John whatsoever, like, doesn't acknowledge the waitstaff and just sits down. So, of course, he's bummed that the boyfriend shows up. He's just like, oh, fuck. And, of course, Irene, the bartender's just like, just slip him his number. And John's like, I'm not going to fucking be a homewrecker. And then she goes, that's not a home. That's a sketchy flat with drug-dealing neighbors at best. <laughs> i mean like she's not wrong but like (laughs) yeah um but anyways watson comes back and the boyfriend's straight up just like talking about himself he's just like well i i you know i saw we were he's a lawyer by the way Mm. if that gives you any sense of what this who this person is he's like so i you know suggested about the original statements and blah 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 and he's talking about all the shit and then he turns to sherlock he's just like what are you doing and sherlock's just like huh what and he like looks up from from like i don't know he's looking at the files or something i think it's like his stuff from work yeah. and his boyfriend's like um i'm fucking telling you a story why aren't you listening to me and sherlock is just like oh i i've been listening the receptionist and you know you know like talking about this stuff. and sherlock's just like lied yeah i know i was the one to tell you to check the statement like you didn't do shit i was the one who told you to do all this stuff and then his, his boyfriend's just like, would you put that away? And he's, like, putting... He's, like, looking at crime scene photos. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're from his case or Sherlock's case. I think they're from the case that Sherlock is working with the police department. Mm. And he's just like, I don't want to fucking look at crime scene photos while we eat or whatever. And he's just like, well, you just graphically explained to me, like, a horrible murder how is this any different and he's just like yeah well that's for one of my cases and sherlock's like well this one's for one of mine and he just goes i met a real case sherlock and sherlock's like this this is a real case he's like this this i'm going to trial next week about like a a woman that is accused of killing her husband and like victor's just like why the fuck are you wasting your time with that like she's guilty and sherlock's like no she's fucking not like she's not guilty and he's like explaining why and this man he straight up goes Oh, Sherlock, you really don't know anything about the law, do you? I don't like this. Like, he's just so condescending. Like, he's such a shitty person in, like, the the mildest, like, most realistic way of just, like, being so condescending and, like, egotistical. Like, absolutely the worst. And, of course, Sherlock is rightfully pissed. Like, he doesn't... Mm -hmm. 
like hold back or anything like that he just like you know he like his boyfriend fucking brushes him off because he's just like what do you mean like my work isn't as important as yours and then you know john comes back and he like stops they're like he's just like hi um can i take your order please and um you know he's taking their order and everything and this guy fucking asks where like the cheese is from and like a psa for anybody who doesn't work in food wait staff know the bare minimum they truly don't know shit i've never worked like i've never been a waiter or yes. waitress but I have worked, like, phones. Mm-hmm. We don't fucking know anything. They, no, nothing. We know what you know, which is the shit on the menu. Yeah, like, we're like, not yes, in charge of, like... I can go ask, mm-hmm. but it's gonna take a couple minutes. Like, uh, we are never the pre- people to, like, order the food or, like, know where it's coming from. No. Like, I know the bare minimum. Absolutely. Like, like that, I don't know it. Yeah, shit. so he's just like, where is the cheese from? And this, he literally goes, um, they come from, like, local vendors. Like, that's what he knows. Again, bare minimum. We know, mm-hmm. like, the bare mm-hmm. minimum. And he's just like, yeah, but where do they get it? Like, where does it come from? And this man goes, cows. <laughs> like, this, this man goes, like, yeah, it's, it comes from cows. And, of course, he's just like, huh? And he's just like, nothing. Like, absolutely. Like, it's literally how, like, we all want to talk to, like, so, like, fucking dumbass customers. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know where the fucking cheese comes from. Like, that's happened to me so many times. Where it's just like, well, where does the... I worked at, like, a barbecue shop for like a couple like a handful of months mm-hmm. and the things that people would ask me i'd be like how am, how am i supposed to know like i know how they cook it i know how they can prepare it that is it like yeah even me i worked at a fucking pizza restaurant yeah. for fucking nine months mm-hmm. some of the questions i got were so 100 fucking crazy it was like why does that matter why does it matter but also what the fuck why do you expect me to know this I can go ask, and then guess what? Yeah. None of the people in the back knew either. They I like, remember, I too, I know. hosted, like, I hosted a restaurant. Like, I didn't wait at this restaurant, but I hosted mm. at this restaurant. Mm. And, like, they, like, the, the fucking, the staff and the managers were the worst. Mm. Like, this was, this was the place that I got sexually harassed at, that I worked there for, like, maybe a month before I left. Yeah. Because the managers just sucked shit. And I remember even as I was a host, they made me learn, like, all the things that, like, a wait staff should know. And I was just like, I lead the people to the tables. Why am I supposed to know all this? Like, it's just wild how restaurant works, and I fucking hate them. But anyways, that's not even the worst part. So the guy tries to fucking order for Sherlock, which I hate. Like, there are a few things that I hate in the world, and that's, like, for people to hold doors open for me for some reason. Hmm. And, like, people talking for me, like, ordering for me. Like, I don't need it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. I saw this TikTok one time of, like, a man who was like, no, 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 I'll open the door for you. And I was just like, I got so mad for some reason. I was just like, I can fucking open my own door. I don't know why I got so mad about it. But anyways, um, he was just like, no, I'll order for you. Um, I'm going to get him the veal. And Sherlock's like, I don't want it. And the boyfriend's just like, yeah, you do want it. The mushroom sauce is great. And Sherlock goes, I'm allergic to mushrooms. Like, this man knows. Oh, my God. Yeah, he knows, like, the bare minimum about his like significant other and then this man goes yeah but it's not that bad and he and he and then he goes you have one of those pen things anyways like for like anaphylactic shock he's basically just like yeah but you have like an epi pen so <laughs> like, like could you- all right dog you're a lawyer and you're toying with someone's life 100 percent. sure i guess yeah but then it gets worse like you think it couldn't get worse it fully gets worse so then, like, food comes, they're fucking whatever, and this dad goes, like, uh, and not this dad, sorry, the guy, the boyfriend is just, like, they're talking about, like, this next vacation they want to go on, because he's, like, uber fucking rich or whatever, and then he's, like, well, daddy's thinking about 
going somewhere tropical. He straight he like I wish I was kidding. He calls him daddy. Don't like it. There's something about rich people that call their fathers rich daddy. Rich people for some reason call their dad daddy, daddy, and it's super fucking weird. So uncomfortable. Um, and then if Sherlock finds out that it falls like on his graduation day, and this is for someone who like wasn't able to go to my college graduation, like that it's really important to a lot of people. Yeah. Like a lot of shit happened to me in college that like I wanted to be recognized for not only just getting my degree but like the stuff that I went through to become the person I am today that like I would have loved to but like you know some people it is just getting the degree because some for some people it takes years to get their degree like that a a college graduation is really fucking important to some people Mm -hmm. and like for like someone like this is just like brush it off it's like oh you could just get your degree shipped or like you don't have to go to the ceremony like you're going to grad school anyway so who fucking cares like it's Mm -hmm. just really like hmm okay so but anyways um he's like you have to come with me because i want to make a good impression to make partner And Sherlock's just like, no, I'm not missing my graduation to hang on your arm as, like, something to look at. And, like, that's it. And second of all, like, who are you? Who the fuck are you? This is, like, his daddy's law firm. Like, who are you impressing? So he gets so mad. Like, they get into a fight. The boyfriend fucking leaves. And so Watson comes back and he's like, ha ha. So I just saw all that. (laughs) Like, like, um, can I do anything? He's like, no, just fucking, like like pack up my shit like i i'm just leaving like i you know i didn't even want to come here in the first place tonight like i i fucking hate him like i'm like i you know he doesn't explain like they don't really get into the relationship but he's just like Mm -hmm. i fucking wish i didn't come here and so you know then he's just like oh do you want to like i like get off my shift in like an hour do you want it he's just like yeah let's let's just chill and so like they like imply that like they go back and watch like doctor who reruns and stuff like that and it's kind of cute so yeah yeah i don't know how i feel about like that like what like that kind of story in general i don't know did did they like officially break it off yeah they like officially broke okay, it off because cool. they 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 basically he was just like no i don't want to like fuck it he was just like well you're my partner and he's like well i don't want to be your partner if i'm just gonna like be your thing to look at basically yeah, okay, so they cool. like officially broke it off nice yeah it's not like it's not like he they didn't the person who wrote it didn't imply like Okay. That cool. he was cheating or anything. No, cool, they like cool, clearly cool. like broke it off where it's nice. just like, fuck you, dude. Like, th- you, you suck shit. <laughs> like, goodbye. Hey, man. Some, some people just do. I know. Like, they're just awful people for no reason. Really so, this next one I want to get into is Heart of the Matter, which mm-hmm. is the high school one. Nice. So, Maya. So, Sherlock, um, he's a high school kid, and he helps out with the yearly Valentine's Day fundraiser at their high school. Okay. You know, the things that do, like, the fucking flowers, the stupid candy hearts, the singing telegrams. Did you ever have those at your high school? Yes. We actually had the jazz kids, the saxophone kids. Oh, okay. You could pay them a couple bucks to go into the classroom, and they would play Careless Whisper. (laughs) It was the best. I love that I love it. I I loved it. We never did that. We did, like, the, um, like, just, like... Candy gram. We, we also we also had candy gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't remember doing anything like super important for like Valentine's Day. Truth be mm-mm. told, like we just had candy grams. Actually, our high school they wrote everyone's name on hearts on Aww. like giant cutout hearts, and they would tape them on the cafeteria walls. Mm-hmm. And so the the thing was, you would go grab your heart, or yeah. someone would go grab your heart. Mm-hmm. And so 
you would either like give them to people like all your friends groups sure. you would share your hearts with each other or if you were dating someone obviously you'd give each other's hearts sure, to each other yeah. and then you'd like put them on your bag or your binder or something that's sweet yeah um, but, like, we didn't do anything, like, super special. Not, like, we never did, like, singing telegrams mm. or anything like that. I had, that. like, one or two teachers that gave us, like, candy. Okay. Because, but those were, like, the teachers that I absolutely loved. You mm-hmm. know, the few and far between yeah. teachers that you love. Yes. I did that for Christmas. Like, I gave my, my professors, like, my teachers. I guess they're teachers in high school. Like, mm. my teachers Christmas gifts if mm. I really liked them. Uh, but, again, the teachers I really fucking liked. Like, I didn't just give them to anybody. Yeah, no. But, anyways, so Sherlock is, like, running. He's helping out. He's, like, volunteering. Mm-hmm. One of his buddies is in it. Um, I don't remember the show that much. I think he's in the show, but I don't remember him don't that much. Um, but I, I did write this note that says, even the idea of a singing telegram makes my anxiety skyrocket. Like, that's a Same. proposal, but... 100% worse for some reason. Yes. What am I supposed to do while someone's singing to me? What am I supposed to do with my hands? Yeah, no. The singing <laughs> ones were definitely worse than the Careless Whisper yes, ones. Because yes. the Careless Whisper ones, like, they didn't say who it was for. Yeah. They literally would just bust mm-hmm. into the classroom, yes. whip out a sax, and yeah. just play Careless Whisper, and then they're out. Yes, 100%. And, like, you would learn word of mouth who it was for. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, I do remember the... um one of the sports teams was always in charge of Candygram. So, like, the wrestling boys or, like, the soccer kids or, like, the football kids. Um, So, like, they would come in and they would make, like, the biggest racket ever. Oh so, God. to be like, this is for Susan Gray or anything like that. And, of course, like, I never got any, but, like, that's not I mean, neither, neither here nor dog. there. I never got nothing for That's any you know, holiday. Like, neither here nor there, but, no. you know. But, anyways, um, Sherlock, like us, never got any. Um, so then he, in fact, does get a box of those inedible candy hearts. <laughs> and he thinks it's like a fucking joke that someone's sending them to him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he thinks, like, someone fucking poisoned them. Uh, and his buddy who's, like, working them is just like, no, this is, like, this is real. But they're also, like, anonymous. So, like, he doesn't know who gave them to him. So, like, they leave class and Sherlock is, like, trying so hard to, like, figure out who sent them to mm-hmm. him. And he's just mm-hmm. like, well, is it Molly? And she's like, no, like, Molly wouldn't. She's very sweet. Like, she wouldn't do this to me. Like, is it Irene? And he's just like, no, I think we've gotten over, like, the mind games that we play with each other. Like, if I pissed her off, she'd just fucking walk up to me and slap me in the face. Like, she wouldn't do this to Mm -hmm. me. So he literally, like, doesn't know who these boxes of, like, inedible candy hearts are from. And so, you know, he he takes home the box. And he's just like, someone's fucked with this box. Mm -hmm. So he opens it up and he sees the hearts and they're like, you know, the normal things. Like, be mine, tweet me, fucking I don't boo know, you whore yeah. the stuff like that like yeah. sugar tits like all those things that are like on normal candy hearts mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he like realizes that like some of them have fucking numbers on them and you know because he's fucking sherlock holmes he like pieces together that it's a phone number it's a bit creepy it, like, yeah. like it's, a, it's a bit creepy but there's also like how why would you like how would you know that like someone was gonna piece together the, the phone number mm-hmm. like how, how did you even, like, get the box open, write on some sugar candy hearts, put the box back in, and then make it, shut it to make it look like it's never been tampered with? Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of things where I'm just like, I don't know how you I did this. I don't know how you that. pulled it off. But, I mean, it's a piece of fiction, so. Whatever. So, um, Sherlock then texts this phone number, and he says, not the smartest room, sorry, not the smartest move to give someone your number before you murder them, S-H. And so then they start texting each other. Yeah. It's, it is honestly really cute i'm not gonna lie um sherlock doesn't know who this person is and they're like super adamant about like keeping their identity a secret Mm. and so the next logical step is to pay like 20 questions 
Um, but of course, the kid's like, no, you're too fucking smart. Like, if you, if I give you 20 questions, you're gonna figure out who I am. So they narrow it down to, like, eight, basically. And so he's like, are you in my year? Which, in British terms, is like, what grade are you in? So he's just like, yeah, I'm in your year. Are you in any of my classes? Yes. And then he's like, are you female? And, like, he says no. And, Mm -hmm. like, they could have, I'm really happy about how they made this exchange work out because he was just like, like no but if that makes you uncomfortable like i'll leave you alone because like neither of them are like out in the story Mm -hmm. like um the texter is bisexual he comes out and says that like they're bisexual and sherlock is gay but like does not it has not like formally come out but it's one of those things where it's like yeah everyone kind of knows Mm -hmm. um but i really like sherlock says like no i'm not uncomfortable and then they keep talking about it so i really like how they that exchange went and then um, yeah, the person, the texter comes out as bi, so, like, big win for the bi people, like. Dude, bi erasure. I know. Thing. It's so a thing. And this is coming from two bisexual women. Um, yeah. I don't know. Even I, in, like, I don't, don't want to get into it right now. Sure. Even in, like, some fan fiction pieces, like. We're just not there. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's also, like, we make up a very small percentage mm-hmm. of the world oh, population. Oh, for sure. So, like, whatever. We're, we're not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even in the LGBTQ plus community, yeah. it is very much... And there's always that fucking... I see it every so often where it's that debate that still happens where it's like, bisexual people are transphobic because you don't include... I don't no, know. No, bis- Yeah. Trans people have always been included in the <laughs> bisexual terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. I know. I don't think know people are coming to more about. of a, like, reasonable conclusion like, of just, pa- like... pansexual is where... Yeah, pansexual... Like, it, pansexual means just that you aren't attracted... To genders. They're, like, attracted, attracted to people despite their gender. Yeah, whereas bisexual is can be attracted to yeah i would say bisexual in my terms at least is like two or more like you could be attracted to just the the two genders or you could be attracted yeah whereas pansexual is just like gender doesn't mean anything yeah yeah yeah. but like it always makes me so happy whenever i see like a like they've confirmed bisexual character it always makes me so happy um so yeah big wins for the bi's Mm -hmm. um and then sherlock is always and then ask is like why the fuck did you do this and you know like why basically like why did you do this candy gram thing instead of just like fucking talking to me basically and the texter is just like well you're smarter than me and like you intimidate me and you're out of my league and like yada 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 and they're texting and they make a plan to meet after the rugby game on friday and Mm -hmm. it's monday so they have to wait like five days so they they like keep talking and then so so it's Monday so they have to wait like four more days or whatever. But he like goes to bed and it's something that like we all do when we get crushes and he's just like rereads the text messages like sure. over and over and over yeah. again and I just like yeah. But anyways, the next day he tells his friends like Irene and Irene is so funny. She's like, well, what if it's one of the professors? <laughs> he was just like, why did I fucking tell you anything? Like what? Oh, what she's hell? just fucking around. She's like, well, what if it's one of the, because it's like anonymous. Like he yeah, doesn't yeah. know who this person is. So she's like, what if it's one of the professors? And he's just like, why the fuck did I tell you anything? You dumb bitch. <laughs> um, but they keep like texting throughout the week. And so they're like going back and forth. And so Irene is also going to the rugby game and she's just like, oh, I'll like scope him out. And like, if you're texting him, we'll try to figure it out. And if he's ugly, I'll tell you about it so you can like leave and like all this stuff. And he's just like, he's like, no, I'll be fine. Like I can always, you know, talk about how I contracted like food poisoning or something like that. Basically, Mm -hmm. I'll just be like, sorry, I can't make it or whatever. And then Irene says, your grandmother took a tumble down the stairs. And then Sherlock goes, my grandmother's dead and Irene goes yeah but he won't know that and Sherlock goes the library is literally named after her 
there was a dedication ceremony. Like, everybody knows that my grandmother is dead. Yikes. So, but then they go to class and we meet buff, blonde, captain of the rugby team, fucking the apple of Sherlock Holmes's eyes, John Watson. Wow. Like, I, I pictured him, like, as a teenage Captain America while reading this entire thing. Just by the way that they described him, I was just like, but fucking buff, blonde, captain of the rugby team. Like, this, this is just like a young Captain America, basically. So, um, and then they literally have a line that just says, if Sherlock, Sherlock had, mm-hmm. if Sherlock had it been pretty sure that he was gay before john watson and my arriving at their school two years ago had sealed the deal pretty fucking through thoroughly jesus christ that's how big of a crush that little shot sherlock holmes uh-huh that's how big of a crush like little sherlock holmes has on fucking john watson over mm-hmm. here so um you know they do all the pining bullshit they make eye contact while he's like turning around and giving the papers like the hands brush like shit like that mm-hmm. where it's like very much like you know high school pining and um but like after all that like they leave class there's not much that really happens they're just like kind of pining shit that goes on yeah so they leave and he's texting the secret admirer again and um they figure out that they're like in a the cafeteria together and so sherlock and irene are like trying to fucking figure out like who she's like text him text him again and then she texts him and then she like looks around like trying to figure out like who this person is but of course like it's high school everybody's looking at their phones on their fucking phone they like cannot figure it out so like they're just like well i mean i guess you just like they're she's just like trying basically Mm -hmm. like but like yeah everybody's on their fucking phone and of course who is there but golden retriever of a boy john watson Mm. of course he's there and you know fucking nothing comes of it he's basically just like one of the million people who's on their phone and like he's with his like rugby buddies or whatever and um but you know they leave he's texting a secret admirer again and they talk about like the public declaration of love thing basically like the singing telegrams and shit like that and they're both like it's an utter nightmare they're both talking about like how they hate it so much and then oh she's like they're t- they're texting like this secret admirer and irene's like ooh, you like texted and she he's just like none of your fucking business and she's just like i'm not saying it's a 50 year old man who reads stories to his mother's skeleton every night but like could be. could be like let's be realistic whenever i like talk to any man on like a dating app yeah i'm always just like you're scary. not gonna murder me correct like straight I up know. no it's always meet in public yes, first yes absolutely no other yeah so like i fully agree with her where it's just like i don't i don't know who this you really don't know who these people are yeah like that's scary that's the like where i'm just like you know what you're thinking because that's always my thought i'm just like what if this is just like a fucking person catfishing me and shit like mm-hmm, that like mm-hmm. but anyways so um sherlock is like talking down on himself he's just like i am skinny like i'm fucking i'm smart this is the only thing i'm not popular i'm not strong i don't play sports or anything like that and the like he's like talking down on himself of like you know we all do at mm-hmm, some point like mm-hmm. especially like i told you the last guy that i talked to on bumble i was just like why the fuck does this like is this guy into me like yeah. absolutely wild but um you know irene the best friend in the world in my opinion in the story right now she's just like don't talk shit about yourself that's my fucking job <laughs> like straight wow. up it's just like don't fucking talk shit about yourself you. that's my job to do and um you know it, it, she says it's my job and one of the few joys in life <laughs> like it's it's like she's like saying it in a way that's like it's mean but like it's not like it's you know really no, cute she cares. yeah um you know anyways but the next day passes and sherlock is talking with his significant not significant the secret admirer again 
I wrote just S-A, so I'm just trying to be like, this means secret admirer <laughs> in my notes. And, um, you know, the the back and forth of like, you're not going to like me. Like, the secret admirer being like, you're not going to like me. And Sherlock's just like, you're not like me. You're not going to like me. And the secret admirer is like, I already fucking know who you are. <laughs> like, of course, I already like you. Um, so, but then it comes back to like, why did you do this? Mm-hmm. And the significant is like, we're, they're essentially seniors. Like, they're in your eight, I think, which is like year 12 i don't know how the british schooling works but like yeah they're basically seniors and he's just like you know i was applying for colleges and i was like it's fucking now or never my guy like i you are so smart i don't know if you're gonna go to america like i don't know if you're going to you know go to like a prestigious school in britain like i don't know where i'm going like this was my like last fucking chance so that's kind of like what they're talking about Mm. but anyways we come to my favorite favorite part okay so this is like I, th- I think it's the day of, like, so they talk to the morning, and they, the next day, like, this is, like, the, when they're at school, and this fucking meathead comes up to Sherlock, and he's basically, like, asking him for a copy of his homework, like, you know, mm-hmm. very typical, like, kind yeah. of, like, where's your lunch money kind of attitude, like, give me your fucking homework, and um, Sherlock's just like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do your, like, fucking homework for you, like, yeah. you have plenty of time. Um, and then I, I do want to, there are, there's a trigger warning for homophobic slurs. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say them, but there is in this story, the author doesn't give the trigger warning for them, but I'm going to, I'm just going to put that trigger warning right here for okay. homophobic slurs. Um, so, you know, if it triggers you, skip some stuff. The F word? That is super odd to me because they call cigarettes fags. I know. But, like, if you're calling a person that, it's, it's a different context. No, I get it. It's just weird. I know. Anyway. Yeah, uh, I my thing about slurs is like if you've been called it, you're allowed to say it. I've never been called that word, so like, I just think it's funny. Yeah, I take no offense to that sure. word in any way, shape, or form. Like the word queer. Oh, I, I don't I, take offense. I, to that I know word. it was a yeah, it was a slur, but a lot of people have been reclaiming the word. Yeah, so I call myself queer. I think it's a very it's like like the older LGBTQ people like yeah. were called called it as a derogatory term. Yeah, but whatever. But, um, but he. He basically, he calls Sherlock a fairy. Hmm. So, you know, and Sherlock goes, since when are mythological creatures synonym for sexual orientations? And why am I the fairy anyways? I'm not the one prancing around fields chasing sweaty men in shorts. Which, like, he's right. Yeah. Like. I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one. Like, let's be honest. When I photograph, like, when I photographed wrestling in the yearbook, it's the gayest fucking thing I've ever seen. Sports is so gay. Sports is so gay. Sports is, like... They high five each other and then slap each other on the ass. Yes, like the gayest shit. That's not shit. gay. Oh my god. It's to boost morale. BS. Fuck off. You just want to slap another guy's ass. Just be honest. You want to touch some ass. Yeah. So and then the guy fucking punches him in the face because he's a meathead. Mm. So he like decks Sherlock. Sherlock goes down hard because like he's like one twenty when wet. You know what I mean? Like he's he a twink. Is, yeah, he's basically a twink. Like skinny little fucking like picture I like L from like <laughs> like uh. Death Note. Like he's like a tiny little like malnourished fucking nerd. He goes down hard, and then fucking knight in shining armor John Watson comes in. And this is the scene where I was like, this is Chris Evans at its finest. And he just goes like, hey, everyone fucking freezes. The guy, the meathead, his name is Elliot. Sherlock freezes. Elliot freezes. Like, the entire, like, f- like the room around him, like, freezes. And then you see just, like, John Watson. Just, like, Dorito shade, fucking huge. And he's just like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? And then he, like, pushed Elliot away. And 
there's just something about a man fighting for you that like just does something to me i don't know what it is (laughs) i'm not one for violence but there's just like oh i don't know what it is i don't know for for me it doesn't do a whole lot and i'm the one that's into like action shit i know I don't know why it does. It's just like I love it. I love it so mm-hmm. much. Like you're defending my honor. <laughs> like I don't I yeah. don't know what it is. But anyways, so they go back and forth where he's just like, you know, he says it's like Sherlock's fault and then he calls him the Usher and he's just like, "Oh, I just wanted my biology homework and his F slur ass wouldn't give it to me." And of course John doesn't fucking believe it in the slightest and he like tells him to back the fuck off. And he's just like, oh, like, what are you, like, you're not a teacher. And he's like, no, but I'm the rugby captain and I can sit your ass on the bench the rest of the field. And of course, he's just like, because, you know, rugby is this meathead's fucking life. So he's mm-hmm. just like, you're not oh, fine. And so, you know, Sherlock, John takes Sherlock to like the nurse's office because he got his fucking ass beat yeah. <laughs> by like a 200 pound boy. And, you know, it kind of gets rough because then, you know, John starts kind of blaming Sherlock where he's just like, why'd you do that? He's twice your size. Like, why'd you pick a fight? Like, you're too smart for your own good. And, like, Sherlock gets pissed, obviously. He's just like, this wasn't my fault. Like, I'm not the one who punched myself. Like, what are you, what are you fucking talking about? And John's just like, yeah, sure, I fucking guess. They, like, kind of smooth it over. Sherlock's still pissed. And then he, like, he starts texting his, like, the, the secret admirer. And he's just like, haha, you wouldn't believe what happened to me today. And then, you know, this, the secret admirer basically says what John says. And he's just like, why the fuck is everyone blaming me? And he's just like, who's blaming you? And he's just like, this guy I just talked to, he brought me to the nurse's office. He basically said the same shit and I'm pissed about it. And he basically tells the secret admirer, like, what he was really feeling about mm-hmm. John, but, like, didn't say to his face. But anyways, it's, like, the night of the rugby game. And for some reason, Sherlock is just fawning over knee socks. Which, like, I kind of get, especially after, like, the whole thigh socks thing of TikTok started happening. We're like, guys. Thigh socks, I get it. Knee yeah. socks? I don't know. I, I also don't know what it's like to be, like, a gay teenage boy. That's fair. So, like, you know, anything could set them off. I don't know. Um. So, but he's, like, behind, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, like, he's behind the bleachers. He's texting the, the secret admirer that he's, like, they're having, like, a good conversation where they're, like, I'm nervous to meet you. Like, I'm nervous to meet you. Like, da, da, da. he's like, I'll meet you behind. You, like, you can't miss me. Like, I, there's no one else behind here. And then he just doesn't show up. Like, literally, they're like, I'll meet you at this time. Like, 15 minutes passes. And he, like, doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Sherlock's obviously, like, kicking himself. He's like, this was so stupid. Like, I should have known that, like, this was, mm-hmm. like, a setup to begin with. And then, of course, the one, the only, the best boy, John Watson, shows up. And, oh, also, Sherlock smokes in this fic. Like, that's his bad boy characteristic. And so, obviously, like, John Watson, like, comes here and he's like, What? You're fucking smoking? Like, you know how, how, that, it'll fuck with you. And Sherlock's just like, what are you, my fucking mom? Like, (laughs) you know. And, um, you know, he's cleaned. He's showered after his rugby game. Mm -hmm. He's alone. And, of course, Sherlock's like, what the fuck are you doing back here? I I don't know. And, you know, John's like, "Uh, uh, what are you doing back here? And Sherlock's like, nothing. I I was just about to leave. And John stops him and he, like, apologizes for, like, the way he acted after, like, the fight earlier. And, you know, he invites him to get, like, pizza because they always get, like, pizza afterwards. That reminds me a little of, like, after marching band. We'd always go to, like, Applebee's afterwards. Oh, after theater productions, since they would premiere for three nights. Oh, shit. Every every night there was a plan for okay. each production. So the first night was Sonic Night. The second night was IHOP I Night. I love that. And then the third night you would go to the um, 
student director's house mm-hmm. for a party for Aww. a house party yeah we always did applebee's so after like competitions or like football games we'd go mm. to like applebee's nice. but it was like the applebee's that was very close to our high school and it would be like that's where like all of the graduates would go like to work during college like they mm. would go because th- we all lived pretty close to our high school like so we'd go and be, be like hi jessica like when you graduated last year huh? like it was kind of like the school they mm. also had like a mural of like a bunch of photos from the high school on one of the walls Weird. i don't know why this was like a our specific high school's applebee's but oh, it was cool. but that's kind of what it reminded me of of like we always go get pizza after the games yada, yada, yada. and so you know sherlock says yes because again he's been stood the fuck up so he's like i have no other plans and so they're on the way to his to john's car and john like alludes to something he said in the text messages and again because he's sherlock fucking holmes he puts two and two together and figures it out like right fucking away and he is like pissed because he thinks it's a prank like he does not believe like the john watson like Mm -hmm. rugby captain like fucking dorito shaped chris evans looking motherfucker would ever have a crush on him and he's just like oh this is just a joke between you and your rugby like that's that's immediately what he thinks yeah and, like, honestly, I don't blame him. Like, he's a nice kid, no, but, like, after fair. the way the rugby kids treat him, like, I would 100%, like... And, again, John is, like, not out as a bi kid. Mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm. you know... Um, you know, so he, like, he he's literally just like, where the fuck is the rugby team? Like, are they hiding? Are they recording this? Like, he's so pissed. And John is like, no, no, no. He's, like, trying to get him to believe that, like, I, this is not a joke. Like, I really like you. Like, why is it so hard to believe that I like you? You know, and... It, 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 it's it's a very cute moment that like I have used in my fiction pieces before because mm-hmm. it's like because you enjoy dissection days and you color code your notes and you bite your lips when you're thinking and you fucking play rugby in those knee socks and John goes knee socks he's like and Sherlock's like yeah you and your fucking knee socks I just adore that in fiction so much when like they they say they like things about people that are so minuscule that mm-hmm. like you wouldn't even know them like yeah. you wouldn't even know them about yourself of just like oh i bite my lips when i'm thinking and mm-hmm. like like i enjoy dice like i i yeah i guess i do do these things and like somebody likes you so much so they just pick up on the tiniest things about you yeah. i enjoy in real life and in fiction so much it's cute it's so cute and of course like again sherlock doesn't believe him like john does what any sane man does when someone doesn't believe and he kisses him it's like it's just so sweet it's like a very sweet kiss where it's just like he's just so desperate to get him to believe that he Mm -hmm. likes him and he's just like this again like he said like this is his last shot of Mm -hmm. like they're going off to college and like this is like i need you to believe in me and so like he starts to believe him and plus it's fucking february in london so it's like freezing they're like holding on to each other and like after a bit he's like okay I fucking believe you like you know how do you not believe someone like after that like Mm -hmm. to me at least you have to be like the shittiest person in the world to like do something like that like kiss somebody or like do do anything in that matter like without liking the person like I understand sex like I've had sex without feelings before but like a kiss to me is like so there's a difference yeah Yeah, there's like I remember I was listening to a podcast one time Hmm. and they were interviewing like a porn star um about like they they've done porn with their partner and without their partner and they're just like so what's the difference and they're just like if i'm doing porn without my partner i will not kiss them because like a that's the rule we've set for ourselves Mm -hmm. and like b i don't want to connect this circle of like there's just something there about like connecting this that is too intimate for me and i can't do it yeah 
he believes him after a kiss like that. It's John who was like, I can't believe you were going to ditch me. Like, you were just going to go to, like, because he didn't know he was a secret admirer. He was yeah. expecting to be like, no, I'm, I'm actually waiting for someone. And he's just like, you were just going to, like, run off to Pizza Express with me. Like, with some fucking, I'm basically a stranger to you. Like, let's be honest. Like, we have a class together and I've talked to you once, but like, I'm basically a stranger. And, and, like, you know, you didn't even text me. Like, and Sherlock was just like, bitch, I thought you ditched me. What are you talking? We had a time set. You didn't fucking show up. Like, wh- how is that even relevant? And John, they're like, already having marital problems. They're already having marital problems. And John is like, it's the principle of things, okay? Uh, you understand? And he's just, Sherlock's like, says the man who thought I got stood up, huh? So, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they end. They go to They go to pizza together, and he sings My Girl in the car to Sherlock. It's just wow. very sweet. Like, all of them. All of them are so sweet. I would recommend reading all of them. Again, it's the whole series. Let me find my notes again. The whole series is called 221 Be Mine by Pretty Sailor Soldier, and I will link it in, like, the summary of this podcast. They're just, they're all so sweet. And, like, just so, it'll get you in, like, the Valentine's Day mood, really. Nice. Like, go support them. Like, leave a little comment. Like, they're just so great. So, yeah, that was my episode. Wow. Yeah. How did you? I forgot Valentine's Day was going to be literally the. I know. Like, oh my God, I forgot. When this comes out, it's going to be like a week and a half. I know, which means my episode's coming out like two days days before. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I like, I had a whole idea planned and I was like, oh fuck, Valentine's Day's coming up. I I erased Valentine's Day from my mind as soon as I got dumped off. I think that's fair, honestly. No. Yeah. (laughs) Like, last year was the first year of Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day after being dumped, and I was like, no! You know, I think that's fair, though. Like, it it really fucks with, you know, something in there. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Which means uh, this Valentine's Day is going to be two years of me being single. Hey, man. Woohoo. You know, it it is what it is. Unfortunately. You're thriving, though. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't use that word. No. No, we're in quarantine. <laughs> we are in quarantine, but like we started a podcast. No, like a lot of good things have mm-hmm. happened in my life, but more things could happen. But it's cool. I mean, after two years, that's not you know. That's a long time. I know. I think I'm coming up on. I hit two last November, hmm. so like I'm coming up on three this November. Yeah, that's rough. <sighs> yeah, being but, single's rough. But no, also, just, like whatever. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with being single. No, there's nothing wrong with being single at all. And honestly, like, I I honestly advocate for being single for a bit after, like, a very rough breakup. You know, I can't stop you, but I really really think that you don't know yourself that well until you've, like, really stayed with yourself. No, I still don't think I know myself all that well, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, you know. It's nice being in a relationship, too. I know. (laughs) I know. Whenever I, like, of course, like, I love to read, like, super romance-filled, like, fluffy pieces. Mm -hmm. And I I always hear, like, it's super cute. And then I'm just like, no. You want to know why I don't read those? Because Because I get depressed immediately after I read them because I can't do that in real life. I, deep down, I had to admit this to myself within the past year. I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. I never really fully realized Mm -hmm. that. I was like... I want to go on picnic dates and I want to do all these things. So I can't, like, it's very, that's one of the main reasons I don't read Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, wholesome fluff. Yeah. Like, kind of stuff. Because I'm like, 
God damn it. Like, I know. What have I been doing? You know? Yeah. But it's Well, that's kind of what like, I, whatever. when I learned over quarantine that, like, my love language is physical touch. And then all mm. of a sudden, no one was around me. Mine's quality time. Yeah. Guess what? Hey. Couldn't, couldn't be around anyone. Yeah. I, I mean, that's rough. My my very good friendships have been us just, like, literally sitting in a room. Yeah. Not even talking. We'll be on TikTok doing our own I thing. Know. And we'll just be sitting in the same fucking room. Just vibing. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, it's been very rough. Yeah. So, that was my week. Wow. I just wanted to give some, like, wholesome fluff for, like, yeah. if you're feeling alone for valentine's day or if you have a partner and you just want to feel a little extra happiness i enjoyed reading them they were all super good they they all brought something different which i really Mm. enjoyed Mm. like they they weren't they were of course all around valentine's day so that was like the key point but they they all bring us something a little different Mm -hmm. like even even i would say like the 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 explicit one like the very last one it was still pretty really sweet and really intimate which I really enjoy. Like, don't get me wrong, I do like to read, like, the kinky stuff every once in a while. Every once in a while. But, like, ooh, there's nothing I love more than just, like, really sweet, intimate, like, romance. Like, there's just nothing I love more. It's nice. (sighs) Yeah. I'm excited for your week next week, though. Yeah. Well, we'll see when we get there. Yeah. We'll figure it out. So, yeah, like we said, we have Maya's week next week. Next week. So look out for that whatever it is i'm excited to learn too <laughs> i love doing this because now i'm just like i'm gonna fucking sit back and relax i know and i'm like shit i gotta <laughs> fucking get all my stuff together now yeah. and then the week after know. that we actually have an author interview coming up yeah uh, it'll be a little secret about who it is but yeah we're excited we're excited like i'm really excited to talk I'm, to a fan fiction I'm su- author i'm surprised we got one this early on me too it'll be nice <sighs> yeah but they so. seem really sweet and really nice. Yeah. And I honestly can't wait to talk to another fan fiction author because really it's just been you and I'm me. I'm excited to read their stuff. Yeah, me too. See what it's about. So, and then we're going to take, again, a week off. After that. After that. Yep. But um, check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, follow us. Yep, email us if you want to. If you, if you have if a thick rec. If you got recommendations for us or if yep. you're just another author and you yep. want to get interviewed mm-hmm. or you just want to... You just want to say pray, hi. Yeah, like, <laughs> like email us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the best way to get to us is going to be... Through Twitter. Twitter. I mean, even... Tum- the, I, I don't check the Tumblr super often. I only... Whenever I post, like, that's it, so... Yeah, Twitter and the email are going to yeah, be the best ba- ways basically, to get all of us. Uh, DM then, us if you really wanted to on yeah. Twitter. Our DMs are open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, both of our AO3s, if you ever want to read our AO3s, are in our link tree. Yep. Um, link tree slash canonically incorrect. Mm -hmm. Um, all of our stuff is linked there, so you can find us wherever. Um, donate to AO3. Donate to AO3. Be kind to one another, please, for the love of God. Tag your shit accordingly. Tag your shit accordingly, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.